Opa Gundam style, everybody, and welcome to Wow Cool Robot, a podcast about the media franchise Mobile Suit Gundam, the one with the big fucking robots. I'm Max, I use he, him pronouns, and with me is... I am Phoenix, I use they, them pronouns, and um, we have a heavy hitter for you this time around, y'all. The show's gotten a little bit dark, it seems. Yeah. The show's yeah. gotten... It's, in, <laughs> it's intense. It's intense. It's really fucking intense. I like... Everyone's been talking about how badly they've wanted to go to Earth in the show. And the producers are like, all right, let's go to Earth. Let's go to Earth and have a great fun time. I didn't <sighs> think it was... Yeah. And then it's like, I guess, like, we've never really had to have a conversation like this on this show because we've never been covering something while it was airing. But, um, like, y'all, Jesus Christ, y'all, could you, like, lighten up? Like, I know that, like, the show is, like, Jesus not Christ, kids, could you lighten up a bit? <laughs> like, and I'm not talking about the show, I'm talking about y'all. Not really our listeners, because I think our listeners are pretty good about not getting into this really stupid, like, we really need, we still need a better word for discourse, because that makes the stuff sound too fancy, like, it's just dumb. Like, I, honestly, at this, at this point in my life, in my nearly 30 years of age, when I hear the term discourse, I take it to mean that people are talking about stupid shit. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. Like, wait, I I don't know where you're seeing this discourse. Because I mean, to be fair, I haven't really. I go on Twitter and look at like Pokemon fan art a lot of the time. I feel like I don't try and seek out you know show discourse. I feel like people are really enjoying it. I've seen people just like having a damn good time with it. Personally, it's like I mean, it's like we're getting into like some like um. I'm talking about, like, the people who it's, like, they're kind of making me not like Gule as much as I used to. Mm, like, couldn't be me. He's my favorite boy. They've, he's fucking ass. Like, I've seen some shit, and it's, <laughs> like, are you guys even also, like, it's also more of, like, are you guys even watching the same show? Because, like, come on, like... He, it, like, you would, like, if he was the protagonist, y'all would be complaining about him because he is way too passive, and he's not, like, some badass that you can, like, Photoshop into, like, those memes where there's, like, Aaron Yeager and Light Yagami and, like, all those Damn, other those guys. are two horrifically <laughs> unlikable people. I'm glad Quell's not hanging out with them. Yeah, yes. Yes, I am so glad he isn't. And also, if he was, like, you would not appreciate him. And y'all would just think he's being whiny and, like, not badass enough. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, like, I, again, I think Well's kind of popping off now. He's, 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 well, he's not gotten over his depression, but he's, like, he's, he's, he's making changes. He's making plays. He's making moves. He's gone yeah. back to school. Good for him. I'm so glad he's like, oh, like, hopefully he's over, like, that major, like, passivity streak. Like, yeah. making your own decisions for yourself 
instead of like just doing whatever your dad or your mom tells you seems to be a big theme in this little run we have going it's a show it's a show about having parents and defying expectations uh i say we get into it we got two episodes as usual this week okay episode 15 father and child in the aftermath of Donna Fold's attack on Astacassia, the Benaret group has sent their garrison forces to Earth to flush out whoever they can find. They come across a base in midst of being evacuated, where Gul Jaturk has been captured in an experienced Do- and an inexperienced Donna Fold member gives away their position leading to a skirmish that ends in the death of the garrison squad and most of the Donafold members who stayed behind. Despite the poor condition he was kept in as a prisoner, Yule escapes in hopes of saving a girl who was trapped by falling rubble to no avail. She ends up dying and he is now determined not to lose any more things that tie him to his late father. So he begins to head back to space. Meanwhile, Neoreen gets more information about Quiet Zero. It was Norette's dream, and Delling was one of the only people who believed in her. So all of his actions, however misguided, were in hopes of realizing his late wife's dream. Which was basically just giving, like, um, people plant survival adaptation so like i think that like delling was like really really jazzed about like oh my god this lady could caffeinate me i'm never going to have to drink coffee or red bull again like sign me the fuck up i want delling wife guy confirmed (laughs) i'm gonna be caffeinated i it's it, that that line, I know that's a more of a second episode thing, but God, that line about, or was that? I don't know. Regardless, the, the line about how Natret based Quiet Zero off of like plant behavior—that's such a fucking like that's a Michael Crichton ass plot device uh, of someone applying some sort of like alternative uh, uh, biomedical cyber what should call it. That, that I don't know. It, it it feels very Crichton. It feels very Vandermeer to me. Of like, yeah. you know, yeah. applying bio, biological princi- principles of different yeah, like, parts of life to humanity. Thinking, like they're too think they're too busy thinking about whether or not they can caffeinate people than whether they should be caffeinating people. That's what I tell like, myself I, whenever I make coffee in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, 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 like, I mean, I kind of, like, I kind of, that was sort of, like, what it was like for me when I was in cosmetology school. It was, like, pretty much everybody there, they were either vaping on a jewel, or they had a caffeine addiction, or both, and it was, like, like, yeah, it's, like, like, I was, but maybe, like, we wouldn't have to do that if, like, school wasn't, like, okay, like, we have to, like, start at eight. Like, come on, like, we're adults. Like, most, nobody, it, nobody else out there, unless they're, like, a complete fucking sicko, is getting a haircut. 
wants to get a haircut at eight in the morning. Like, who are you? Like, what planet are you? <laughs> I wake up at six every day to go to work. And on the weekends, I sleep into a decade at 7 a.m. So I am one of those sickos and I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I still do have a bit of a relationship with tea, mainly because it's also like it's been really hard to get ADHD meds. And like, I do not want to have to like clean a coffee pot every single time. I want to get, I want to get caffeinated. Like, you know what, Nora? Sign me up. I want to be caffeinated. Yeah, put me, put the, give me the permit, Natret. Fucking let me eat it. Turn me into a cyber boy. Like, like, caffeinate me. Like, caffeinate me. Maybe, like, you can throw in, like, some capsaicin, too. Ooh, maybe not that. Uh Uh-oh, hold on. (laughs) You don't want that. Uh, Anyway. Boy. (laughs) So the episode starts out, we're on Earth. Uh, We're at, like, the same kind of refugee camp that Donna Fold is in. Um, Things are bad. (laughs) Things are not great down here, it seems. It seems like Earth is pretty... uh, Largely impoverished and has been blocked out from a lot of development and prosperity at the hands of everyone else in space. Uh, Very, very Gundam in an opposite Gundam way. Like... Some like once we get to the Shadid part, like I really want to dig in on that. Mm. Uh, mm. We see we see a couple, so uh, a couple of main characters. There's Olcott, who is he's he Revolver seems to be like Olcott. <laughs> Revolver Olcott. Yeah. Uh, hey, he has a, he has a fake arm. Um, he he's like a. <laughs> Sort of like the the leader of, of this regiment of Donna Fold. He's very much like the guy that everyone's looking up to. Um, he's a there. There's there's what he's a daddy. Like he literally just, is a daddy. Yeah. Um. There's yeah. this kid Cethia who doesn't like well. Can't imagine why. Uh, Seto is the other kid. Um. There's a couple of um other characters. Jalil is one of the Donna Fold fighters. Um. Oh fuck. What's the what's the mustache boy? Um, that was Bessie. Bessie, I really, oh, I love Bessie. Like, I really love him. He reminds, like, he has, like, the hair and the mustache. And, um, if his skin was, like, slightly darker, he would really remind, he would look exactly like my Uncle Peter. So, like, we now have my, we have my Aunt Ellen on the, um, Space Force, like, my Aunt Ellen, like that space auntie who Meereen was talking to, like, yeah, that's my Aunt Ellen. Oh, yeah, Ellen, uh, yeah. Uh, Feng Jun, yeah. Yeah, Feng Jun is, like, if his, like, if Bessie's skin was just slightly darker, he has, like, the hair and, like, the same kind of mustache, he would look exactly like my uncle, and it's like, he oh my has... god, is this like, going to eventually turn into one of my family reunions, because, like... Yeah, right. Yeah. He has, like, the hair and a mustache that makes him look like he should be a character in an 80s Gundam show, not a 2020s Gundam show. I was going to say, he looks like he should be in a band in the 70s. Yeah, he kicks ass. It's too bad he fucking got exploded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then so, the in his cockpit. The Prodoros. Uh, we get a pretty yeah. rough scene of Gwell is... He's fucking, like handcuffed into a bathroom stall and we see Seto and Cethia are like trying to feed him because they're basically keeping him as a prisoner here um, because he was captured after all the plant quetta shit last uh, core and 
Olcott sees this and is like, how long? It's been three days since he's eaten? All right, I got this. And he fucking, like, grabs... And again, this is a, a really goddamn gross scene. He, like, grabs uh, Gwell's mouth and jaw. He's Gwell, not Bob, by the way, because everyone calls him Gwell, so therefore yeah. he has to be Gwell. I don't, yeah. I don't know what happened to Bob. He's doing fine, I bet. That Bob guy, like, that dude was a maniac. He killed Joel's dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when 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 Olcott like grabs Gwell's jaw, you hear like the servo start to whir in his in his robot arm, and he just like shoves the food in his mouth and like like he like pours a whole fucking bowl of soup and like shoves a piece of bread down there and like it's like Gwell's like choking and crying and again it's really fucking nasty and I don't like it and you know Olcott's like I actually kind of think that like that food kind of looked good. It reminded me like. Oh, like it looks like that looks like a pretty decent like chunk of cornbread. Yeah, yeah. Like, why, why does Studio like, Ghibli food look so good? Yeah, Studio Ghibli food always looks so good. <laughs> Just Quell's crying, throwing it up. Uh, but he's he's yeah. Basically, Alcott says, "All right, we're just gonna keep you alive as a barking chip. That's all you are, boy." Uh, and we cut, we, we get another, again, more fucking violence. Jesus Christ. We see Nika getting the absolute fucking shit kicked out of her by, I'm sorry. We, yeah, Nika's getting the shit kicked out of her by Noria. And, like, Noria's going off. We've never seen Noria show this much emotion before. She cried a little bit when um Sophie died in the, the, the second yeah. episode. But, like, like she's pissed. she's screaming and, like, 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 how dare you, how dare you, how dare you, how dare you. And, like, Nika's getting fucked up majorly from this. It's bad. I wonder, and it's, like, she's talking about how, like, Nika has, like, all of these, like, lofty ideals about, like, how she kind of disagrees with how, like, violent Dawn of Fold is being. And, like, uh-huh. some, something like the ethics of, like, violent protests, like... We've been having this conversation for years at this point. But, like, something that I would like to say that is, like, what if Mika is, like, Gundam's first non-princess peace princess? Like, what if Mika is, like, their... What if Mika is, like, our Relena? And, like, I've seen, like, other people call, like, the Gundam trope that Relena falls into. And I actually have to say that, like, I am so thankful that I am a Gundam Wing fan in 2023. Because I can openly, with my full chest on the internet, say that Relena Peacecraft is my favorite character and not in the show and she is actually one of my favorite characters in all of fiction at this point and i will not be and i will not be sent death threats but what if nika is gundam's first non-princess peace princess and also i do have my own disagreements with dawn of fold mainly um what kind of name is that? It's not giving like <laughs> it's not giving Mecca space rebellion insurrection. Like you have guys who call themselves stuff like Tekaden, Celestial Being, the Black Knights, Ayug, and you were like I 
Like, I guess maybe this is also because this is the Gundam Business School anime, and, like, I'm sort of in, like, marketing mode, I guess. Um, maybe you should change your name to something that doesn't read so much as um, laundry service. Like, it's it's giving laundromat, I'm sorry. I Yeah, like, thinking about... I'll, I'll, I'll get to Nika in a second. Thinking about the name Donna Fold. Dawn makes sense... Because you know the, the the imagery of a rising sun, a new day, a new future. Sure, I'm thinking of like all of the different ways you can interpret fold. And but, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's like, is it like a poker term? Are you like trying to do shuffle alliance? Like, uh, <laughs> you need to work on your like. Maybe if you like wanted to work on your optics, you could also bring me in to do some branding work for you. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, 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 fold as in, not necessarily poker, but like, like a business folding, or, or, or necessarily like changing it to if you're thinking of it in terms of being a noun, like enter the fold. But again, it, it, it is something that I imagine. So, so for context, it, it is they're saying it phonetically in Japanese, fold. Yeah. Um, and it, and it's written in katakana, so it's it's like it is fold. It, I, I don't know what the interpretation there is. I'd be interested to find out. But it, it is a pretty clunky name, but regardless, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, you know, it is like what it is. That, yeah, again, with like, so that is catchphrase. It's not a phrase. It's just something you say, like, I mean, like, yeah. And I'm still trying to think of, like, something that would sound more poetic that says it. Like, sure. Earth boys yeah. with a smiley face. Yeah. Um, and it, going back to Nika. So I, I don't necessarily know if Nika is this super, I don't want to use the term hippie, but a, a peace princess. Cause yes, she wants peace, but at the same time, a lot of other characters want peace and they're using, I would say pretty similar means to do it. I, I mean, the main comparison here is Shadik who also wants peace, but he's his is different. He wants, he wants peace. Peace, but he also wants cash, and it's also like I'm. Not, hey, you know what? I want like, peace and cash too, so I'm with him. Yeah, yeah, but like I have to say, it's like when he was like explaining his whole plan to like just sell everything to Earth, so like we don't end up at, so that like everybody in the Benaric, like his plan doesn't make a. His plan is to make a cold war on Earth. Like, buddy, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah, it's, like, for, like, money, and it's, like, I have to say that, like, um, I completely agree with Saurus here, and it's, like, I never thought I would be giving myself, I never thought I would ever actually say that, you know what, you actually have to give it to Saurus Zanelli, but, like, I am... Oh, wait, no, Sarius Grassley, I keep mixing it up, because, No, no, like, no, 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 he, you, you, you had it right, he's Sarius Zanelli. Grassley's yeah, just like, the name of the corporation. Yeah, yeah, like, I forgot that. But, like, I am, like, I never thought I would be saying that you really have to give it to Sarius Zanelli for this one. But it's, like, he is just so done with his own, like, shitty son's bullshit. And it's, like, Yeah, shitty. I mean, again, Sirius is 500 fucking years old and he got kidnapped. So he's pretty goddamn cranky right now. Yeah, he hasn't had, like, they haven't been letting him watch his soaps, like, 
He's, he's the world's oldest man, and he like, needs to watch Wheel of Fortune right now. Yeah, like they haven't been, like he hasn't been, like they haven't let him watch. They haven't let him watch Wheel of Fortune. They haven't been giving him his little cup of like the his little cup of Jello, like, but it's not, <laughs> but like specifically the orange Jello. And it's also oh, yeah. like Shafiq is also like acting like. He just invented war profiteering. Yeah, yeah, and 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 uh, Sirius is like, you dense motherfucker. We all we've been doing is war profiteering, but we can't it's do war like profiteering have... at our expense. Yeah, and it's like you. It's like Shadik is like the kind of guy who would like, like he is also like, like I I officially apologize to. A Jello from Earth House, like Shadik would be the character in this show who would like buy into like crypto web three NFTs. And then he would just spend like a whole bunch of time like gassing himself up and talking about how like he just invented like something new. Or he would be like the guy who invented Uber when it was like, dude, like you just invented taxis, or like, or like doing like. I don't know if I. More profit. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I agree with that read of Shadik, but he, he very much is like, I, I, it seems that Shadik is convincing himself that he's doing things a different way, and he is, yeah, on paper doing things a different way, but. It, it it a lot of it does seem like a very a very naive view of business and I, I, I think he, you know, Shadiq seems to be kind of split between having to put on this big business boy uh, uh facade when he you know, puts his hair up and puts the suit on and everything, but at the same time have these kind of like lofty ideals that don't really gel well with, you know, the idea of being a cutthroat like space capitalist. Um, I, I do kind of like the visual language we see of, you know, because Sarius uh, is in his, his his fucking Palpatine throne wheelchair and Shadik like gets on a table and starts expositing at him. But he kind of like he's up on the table, but he squats down to like, you know, he's putting himself above uh, uh, Sarius. How do I keep on for, forgetting his Sarius's name? I say it so many times, but like he squats down and I, I, I don't know. Again, it, it, it feels like. Shadik, he's a very interesting character to me because he feels very much split between what he wants to be and how he wants to get there. And I, I don't imagine it ending well for him. Um, yeah. Because yeah, again, like, he is so goddamn conniving. He put all of this up himself. It's like, he's also like, um, he's also like inserting himself into like the Dawn of Fold activities by like bankrolling oh, yeah. them and and make like giving them money giving them stuff and it's like again like i'm thinking like okay this is like another show by ichiro okuchi it's like okay like him and also him sort of having like his way with like his little harem of ladies it's like okay what if lelouch v britannia was a worse person somehow mm. like i don't like what if he was worse what if he was just even more like what if he wasn't even trying for the 2008 not as big of a jerk as you could have been award mm. because like that dude definitely 
wasn't as big of a jerk as he could have been because like at least maybe he like actually cared about the liberation of Japan and he wasn't just doing it because he had a grudge against his dad but this guy like he definitely has something against his dad yeah i mean <laughs> he's again i i like that he's conniving and he puts on this whole facade and i don't really have that much more to say about shadik here but it's just i i don't know it's interesting that he's almost like the central antagonist of the second coup so far just like one of the students because it's certainly not well it's certainly not elon i mean it's it's kind of as prospera too but that's more of a second episode discussion to have yeah. um so we, we, we kind of cut back to Earth after all of this, because uh, the Bender group has been sending garrison forces out there, and they're specifically sending garrison forces and not Dominicus, because we see uh, the Dominicus guy from the prologue talking to the people in the hangar, and they're like... Kananji, like the Kananji guy, but yeah, like, and then it's like in this like art when they were like reintroducing his character, I love that he was like... He like okay, he's like just like this guy. He's just making like a little peace sign just to be cute. And it was like they are I all just going. Ah, it. He decided it's like they were all getting like their picture taken for like their official character bio on bio on the website. And he was like, okay, let's do a silly one now. And he's like, and he was like. Beep. Jeez. Say permit. Say uh, permit. He 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 ex he explains to the the rest of the cathedra. He's just like, yeah, we're not really gonna be involved in this, I guess, because they don't want to owe anything to cathedra. I guess just because cathedra is like special forces and yeah, and he's I don't like, know. I don't know. and he's like, he ends up also saying the Star Wars line. He doesn't, and I guess maybe may the force says, be with you. No, I have a bad feeling about this. You said that line, and I guess maybe it's just because we're we're recording this on May third, and I guess it turns out I'm feeling a lot more in the spirit of the season for this May fourth. I'm not. I, I fucking hate Star Wars it. now. <laughs> like I feel like I'm just feeling festive right now, and I've never felt this festive for May 4th before so it just feels weird and it's like okay I guess I'm doing this now so like yeah he said the Star Wars thing yeah he's like talking to this other guy who was like and then they end up being interrupted by Miorine yeah so she goes to talk with the head of Cathedra I forget that guy's name too uh but he's been there before he has the side haircut um and all she's she going, asks is he's going to talk to the Pope She's going to talk to the, yeah, the head of the cathedral. Uh, she just says, hey, what quiet zero? What what quiet zero is? We don't get an answer for that yet. Uh, so on Earth, we see the refugees. Uh, they're getting ready to leave because they've been compromised, of course. Uh, and some of the men are staying behind to pilot these Prodoros mobile suits uh, to prepare for combat. Because, you know, it's going to just going to go down here, obviously. It's going to yeah. show. And they're like, also, like, they have, like, a bunch of, like, refugees with them. And they're trying to evacuate, like, the refugees. And there are also, like, some other kids. And, like, Sophia's miss. Yeah, so, we, yeah, we, we see, we see uh, 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 fucking Cethia and Seto and the others. They're, like, they make some graves when they leave. And Olcott talks to one of the other um, mobile suit pilots. And 
He's just like, oh, these 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 fucking kids. They're just they're pleading to the dead to erase their fear that they could die next. And it's like, all right, hey man, these are kids. You lost your Dude, son, like, and I you've been going like, through it. But they're kids. Could you let the kids lighten up a little? <laughs> yeah, again, much the Marcel. Jeez, kids, could you lighten up a little? But I'm saying it to Olcott this time. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's just what people do. Like we grieve. It's human. Yeah, I mean, Olcott's he, he he's superior because he's already gone through it, so he's able to just say, "Hey, why are you I... grieving?" Uh, so they're the, 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 they're 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 literally kids. Uh, we we learned that like the refugees, I think they're going to leave at like five a.m. and and we cut. It's midnight later that night. Um, the, the Prodoros get ready. Everyone's kind of like, you know, ready to be loaded up. And Olcott and we see, it's like Olcott and Jalil are the two main guys there. Um, Olcott sees the kids like kind of run back into the school and he knows that they're going to try and fuck with Gwell. So he, a, as he walks back into the school, Jalil's like looking up and he sees the incoming, um, he sees the incoming, I think there's Zawarts. They're, they're probably a mix of Benarit suits, but I, I recognize yeah, the Zawart at there's least. there's a like a couple like, like there's some Jaturk, there's some Grassley, like yeah, there's, there's some hind trees in there. Agurars, but like the, but like the Agurar Penes. There's no big year Penes. Or whatever, like the other one is that they it, made. It, I, I think I think the Garrison suits are just like the Zawart heavy, the Hindry Storm, and the uh, fucking Delanza Soul. Are, are the are the main ones wow how do i remember that go me uh anyway uh so we, we see olcott he like grabs cethia in the bathroom because cethia is gonna like i don't know i think she wasn't she like in a she knife well or something knife. that's right. what do you have a knife no and it's uh, like what her dad was at plant quetta and like her dad died yeah, and and yeah, she's like, why, why 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 did they bring you back instead of dad? And then Gwell's like, yeah, that's a good question. Why did they bring me me back instead of my own dad? Uh, he's it's fucked up like, over it, obviously. It's like I have to say, it's like I've seen people say that this was like a very like sympathetic moment for Gwell, but it's like I'm pretty sure that like whatever whatever Cethia went through on Earth on top of having her dad turned into, um, instead of having her dad turned into vodka sauce or, like, <laughs> like marinara or putanesca, instead of her dad getting, like, smashed like that, like, I'm pretty sure, like, everything she went through is so much worse than your like daddy's company going into bankruptcy. Like That's I get true. That you have, like a lot of stuff going on because you also like killed your dad. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I don't think Cedia killed her own dad. Yeah, like there are so many wires being crossed wrong here that it's not even funny, dude. Cool, man. I don't think any part of this episode's meant to be funny. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, but but it is interesting that like I mean we we learn later kind of why Gwell's reaction is this, but when he's still you know Gwell's very like comatose and non-reactive, but then when he hears that like the Jeturk company's nearly bankrupt. 
that's when he starts freaking. He's like, wait, what the fuck? My company's bankrupt. We learn later it's because he specifically, you know, he, he can't give up that connection to his family and his father. Uh, and, yeah. and that's an interesting enough angle for me. But again, it, it, it is kind of strange in the moment of like, wait, what? He also doesn't seem to end up giving anything up. Like he, like, again, like this happens much. This is just like the very end of the episode. Like he ends up not staying with the Dawn of Fold. He ends up going to try and find like the space elevator to go and head back home to do who knows what. Well, we, we knows what soon, but yeah, it, it very much is like, he, he I, I, it makes sense his arc of like, you know, trying to reclaim his business and again, get that one link he has to his father back because he obviously never meant to kill his dad. I can't imagine that was a good thing for him, as we can tell. Uh, regardless, uh, we see like Jalil starts freaking out when the garrison forces close in. He starts firing, and this this sets off a whole chain of events where a ton of missiles are fired and like a bunch of them hit the school that um, everyone's in. And there's a whole mess of rubble, and we see, like, Olcott and, and uh, Seto are there. They're mostly fine. Like, Olcott lifts the rubble up with his cool cyber arm. Uh, we see Cynthia, who is, like, lost all of the blood in her body, basically. And Olcott just says, ah, fuck, yeah, nothing we can do. Gotta go. She's, um, she's, I guess, a little cherry tomato now. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> she's still, like, a little bit alive. And then we see, like, as the shot's about to pan away, like, we see the rubble move. Because uh, Alcott doesn't even check to see if Gwell's alive. He's like, all right, whatever. Kid's probably dead. Company's bankrupt. N- not an issue anymore. We got to get out of here. Um, mm-hmm. But Oh, oh. Uh, importantly enough, though, at, when Alcott's under the rubble, he does like have a flashback to like when he was originally injured. And we see yeah. like him looking at his own son dying in the rubble. So it's like, oh, I understand what's happening here. Yeah. Sure. Oh <laughs> I understand God. storytelling. Like, I'm just looking out my window, and it's like, I just got distracted by just how, like, big the moon is. So, like... I, I have my blinds drawn. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, we get we get some very gritty and intense fighting. You know, it's, it's, it's Earth. They're shooting missiles and throwing axes and mobile suits, fighting mobile suits. Oh, boy. Um, Gwell ends up grabbing Cynthia and, like, carrying her out of the building. And she's it like, what are you like, doing? Like, why, just... why are you doing... Hmm? Like, what? Like, I wanted to stab you. Yeah, yeah. She's like, why are you saving me? And Gwell's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> As he keeps running out. Um, everyone's dying. We see Philip, who's one of the uh, Donna Fold pilots. He gets pierced through the cockpit and like his family photo burns up as he dies. And Bessie gets got. Uh, he gets sent completely flying and, and lands like perfectly in the woods where Gwell and Cynthia are because Gwell's trying to find like one of the transports to get Cynthia there. Um, Gwell opens up the cockpit and like just fucking vomits everywhere because there's a dead body in there. Again, he's in a very fragile state right now. Yeah. Uh, he, he sees that it's still on though. And we do get a quick little cutaway. Um, that cornbread didn't wasn't so nice coming back up. I can't imagine any kind of food that's nice coming back up. To be fair, uh, yeah. we 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 cut to Kananji, who's talking about a, a guy named Ridrick Kruger, who's actually Olcott. Uh, it turns out Olcott used to be a member of Dominicus and isn't anymore. He was attacked by Earthians, and his family ended up being collateral damage. Uh, and I, I we don't really get a whole lot of context as to like. 
how that made him go over to the uh, Donnafold side. I guess just knowing knowing the violence that Donnafold causes, and he's like, hey, this fucking sucks. Got my kid. Got my family. I'm gonna be all caught now. I'm gonna be Revolver all caught. Got a cool arm. Yeah, like, no Yeehaw, longer going snake. Freddy. I'm going to be Freddy Krueger. I'm not going to be Freddy Krueger anymore. I want to be Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> the Chronicles of Ridrick. Redick. Uh, I don't I don't want to be Freddy Krueger. I want to be Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> uh, and so Gwell he gets in the cockpit of the Predoros and like just rockets up trying to look for the uh, look for the transport. And like the garrison troops see that and they're like, "What the fuck?" And that's enough of a distraction uh, for Olcott to take out the last of them. And uh, the battle dies down. And Gwell radios Olcott. He's like. It's too late, and we see like a, a, a fully dead Cethia in Gwell's lap in the cockpit. Again, fuck. This episode gets really goddamn dark. Yeah, um, buddy. Oof. The, the, the transports do successfully take off. I gotta wonder why there were only like five suits that were sent here. I guess they're probably like scanning all over, but they were able to successfully take off uh, with the only casualties being the guys who died in the fight and Cethia. Um... Olcott tells them that he'll catch up with them eventually. He needs time to think before he rejoins. And we see him with Gwell, uh, who's digging a grave. He, he he made a grave for Cethia. And uh, right he, he, he tells Sophie, Olcott. Right next yeah, to yeah. Oh. He tells Olcott that Cethia was calling for her daddy as she died. And, and, you know, Olcott does a big old think about this. He's like, huh, I was a father once too. Curious. It's character, character writing. Ah, yeah. oh, fuck. I got got. Aw, bees. Ah, ah, piss. Um, so, oh, and then Gwell says, <laughs> Gwell says, what do I do? And Olcott says, all you can do is think for yourself. And Gwell says, okay, can I get to the space elevator, please? Uh, how do I get to the orbital permit lift? And he says that he doesn't want to lose any more of the things that bind him to his father. So that's, that, that's Gwell's motivation now. It's like his, his dad's dead, but he has a little bit left. I mean, he does very much have a half-brother and a bunch of kids at the school yeah. who still like him. So, you know. Yeah, it's like, dude, like, um, your dad also kind of was like a jerk who is like, yeah, like, come on. Like, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think what you're doing is worth it. I don't know. I mean, I, it seems to be doing good for Gwell because next episode he does smile for the first time in quite some time. So it's worth it yeah. to see. It's, that's how it started. That damn smile. Uh, we yeah. get the credits. They still bang, they still rip, they still fucking slam and slap. Yeah, um, I love it. I love it. Like, it didn't do, like, the prince fade in, but it's, like, if you have it, like, the credit music playing while the anime is still going. Yes, you know, I'm such a fucking sicko for that. It's so good. Every time yeah, it gets like, me. I love that. Like, I, I am clapping like a seal. I am barking like like a dog i am like up standing up in my chair like yeah 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 Yippee, wahoo. um and uh the post-credit scene is mirian talking to uh the dominicus head uh we learn about what notret's idea for quiet zero really is yeah she's talking to the pope about caffeinating humans <laughs> yeah, uh, applying plant survival strategies to humanity, and everyone is like, damn, Notret, this idea fucking sucks and is stupid. What are you on about? And Delling was the only person who ever actually believed in her. Uh, so we ended I up marrying her, even though... He is really... 
he is he was really when he back when he was a soldier he was really really jazzed about the idea of producing his own caffeine <laughs> i want to make dmt out of my own body can i get some of this shit <laughs> i want to be a spicy boy i want to i want to be a pepper man <laughs> give me the capsaicin yeah. i want to i uh, want to I want to turn myself into a pickle. I want <laughs> the This is the funniest shit I've ever seen. So yeah, he ended up marrying her. He used to be a regular ass soldier. You can be my. We can be pickle husband, pickle wife. We can be pickle people together. I love <laughs> you. Like then you are like this isn't like Deli Rembrandt proposing to his wife. It's like. That is the funniest shit I have ever seen. Sign me up. Marry me. <laughs> um, we, we he he was a regular ass soldier, right? And he he from an from early on, we learned that he kind of hated how soldiers were so expendable, and you know all this decision making and killing was left to these weapons. Again, very much the stuff he was talking about why Gundams had to be eradicated in the first place. Yeah, um, like. Uh... He, he, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He desired the restoration of human nature, uh, and he was yeah. never able to achieve that order through war partitioning. So he's like, hey, Natret, plants, let's fucking do it. Yeah, like, turn me into. It's like, I mean, I guess it's like, instead of like, I guess, like, um, certainly a lot, like, I guess turning yourself into a pickle is certainly a much better plan than um, whatever Triaz had going along with in Wing. Like, just like, Trieste should have turned himself into a pickle. Uh, and, and Meereen kind of finally gets, like, oh, this is what, this is, uh, why Delling had all this dueling, and, you know, basically, Delling wanted Meereen to end up being protected by someone strong, and so Quiet Zero could continue its work in the background under the guise of all of this. Uh, but, 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 uh, Mr. Like, I mean... He should have turned, like, instead of doing all of that, it's like, just like, caffeinate the girl. Yeah. <laughs> Pickle her. Uh, the, the, the last bit is just uh, the Dominicus guy saying, well, you know what? All this is true. Follow your own heart. Figure it out for yourself. You're not your father. You're yourself. And li- live your truth. Live your bliss. Yeah, Amen. All your I'm the Pope. Yeah, I am the Pope. Like, if you, like, shoot, I am the Pope. Shoot for the moon. If you miss, you'll land among the stars. Hang in there. A whole bunch of other poster I saw hanging around in my school guidance counselor's uh-huh, office. Yeah, M- mind the gap. Keep the calm and carry on. No, no parking Monday through Friday. Okay. Well, that's the first episode, and that will take us to our second episode, which is G Witch episode sixteen. Cycle of Sin. Prosper explains more of her plan to Belmaria, saying if Gundam Aerial can hit permit score 8, then Ari can finally be free since the data storm would be large enough and dense enough that she could exist outside the Gundam. Which she is now, remember. Uh, Bell refuses to go along with Prosper's plan, to which Prosper tells her she's not innocent either since enhanced humans were her idea. Uh, meanwhile, at the school, everything is under lockdown and students are leaving. All of Earth House is suspended and still don't know where Nika is. Mirin finally returns to them and is able to have a conversation with Suleta in the greenhouse about the Plant Quetta incident. Suleta doesn't think she did anything wrong, and Mirin pushes the conversation to the point where she asks Suleta if she'd kill someone just because her mother said so. And she would. 
Uh, Meereen demands answers from Prospera, who reveals that Delling killed her family and colleagues 21 years ago during the Vanities incident, and that Meereen is complicit in this circle of murderers too. Prospera needs Meereen to become the next president of the Bender group in order to keep Quiet Zero on track. <laughs> Meereen's back and it's not good. Yeah, it's like, um, I turned my daughter... I turned my daughter into a Gundam. Isn't that the funniest shit you've ever seen, Belmyria? Like, just <laughs> Bill, don't you I fucking love it? Like, isn't that awesome? No, like, isn't this the funniest shit you've ever seen? Like, come on. Huh? Huh? I'm she, waiting. She, I'm waiting for you to laugh. She loves it. She yeah. loves it. She is having so much fun right now. Belle's like on her hands and knees on the floor being like, shut the fuck up, please. And Prosper's like, it's so good. It's so cool. <laughs> funniest shit i've ever seen like i turned him into a i turned her into a gundam <laughs> yeah so so airy airy is no longer human i'm so crazy like look at me i'm putting a bag of frozen french fries on my head like Ooh. she's so like, crazy Ooh. love her quirky like i mean i know he killed my husband like i know i killed like, I know he killed her husband, but it seems like Prospera and Kananji are kind of on the same page of having a of kind of having a bit of a silly one this go around. Oh, Prospera's hamming it up. It's so fucking great. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the thing that interested me a lot about this conversation, I mean, aside from Airy, again, no longer human. She exists only as permit particles and can exist outside of the Gundam. Prospera mentions permit score eight which I guess will create a data storm powerful enough that like you can just have permit particles out in the open and then Aerie will be able to like walk free of the Gundam within that data storm, which is like yeah. kind of a really interesting idea to like kind of give data this physical form based on the fucked up calculations yeah. that permit is doing. I, I, we, I, we have to see it like th that's, that. That very much feels like, like Chekhov's so permit cool. here. Like, I mean, like, Airy kind of, like, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, Code Lyoko, but there was, like, that girl. Like, yeah, Alita. I fucking love Code Lyoko. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, like, Code Lyoko. Like, yeah, like, she got, like, Airy got fucking alita But, like, at the end of, like, the first season, they were able to, like, bring her into the real world, but, like, in a much less fucked up way that doesn't involve, like, turning people into natives. Like, God, like, Jeremy from Code Lyoko basically broke every single law. Like, he broke, like, that hacker kid broke so many laws in that show. Like, yeah, he, he was had, Canadian, like, or I guess French, so it's fine. Yeah like, yeah, like, he broke so many laws, like, he hacked into a nuclear power plant, but he never had anybody turn anybody else into a tomato. Like, dude, like, you're making Jeremy he had to fight a good person. Prospera. He had to fight Xana. He had to fight Xana. He was doing it for the good of his gigantic-headed girlfriend. And he's also gigantic. Everyone has some fucked up big heads in Code Lyoko. God damn. That was a good show. Yeah. That opening fucking rips. Yeah, like, um, like, I still actually listen to that song just on its own. And there's actually, like, a full version of that song yeah. in French. And, like, I'll... Like, well, the, I'll sh the show the show is originally French. Yeah, like they, but like in like the French version, they have like a full length version of that song and not just the TV opening length. And I will like actually 
listen to that song and I will actually listen to A World Without Danger just on its own because that song fucks. It rips. Uh, yeah. d- during this conversation with Belmaria, uh, Prosper is also like, hey, you can hem and haw about my cool plan as much as you want and feel bad about it and get mad about it. You made enhanced humans. You have no fucking right to talk here. And Bell's like, please don't talk about that. So, again, they're both witches and they're both doing fucked up things, but they're being witches yeah. in very interesting ways, which I quite enjoy. They're d- doing very different bad shit. And I like yeah. to see it. I like I like them both. Yeah. 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 Um, we get the OP, and, and then we, we cut to Astacassia, and news is finally broken. Someone is like, you know, leaked all the stuff that happened at Plant Quetta, and, and Delling getting his spine exploded, and uh, Ceres being kidnapped. We, we, we see, yeah. like, a, um, the Bennett boardroom, and the pale CEOs are like, wow, this sucks. Too bad we're going to have to elect a new president at this rate. Ooh, and they're being so fucking conniving about it, because, again, yeah. Delling is in the Stardew Valley grandpa bed right now, so he can't do uh, president stuff. We gotta yeah, get a new one. Yeah. He has like, like, I guess they got a king size. He's like right next to what's his name from Unicorn. Yeah, yeah he's hanging. <laughs> no, it's like a fucking bunk bed uh, with Siam Fist. Yeah. <laughs> They're buddies. Yeah. Like they're in bunk um, beds. <laughs> we, we, we we see that like um Mirin is talking to Lauda at some point. Lauda's like, hey, yeah, uh your your company Gundarm has been cleared to operate again. We can't find any link with you and stuff that happened in Plant Quetta. And Mirin's like, huh, it's too bad for you. But we see she's like looking at her phone, looking at all of the texts Suleta sends her. It's really cute. Suleta's just being like, I water the plants. Like, you know, oh, I've taken care of your stuff. I'm doing well. How are you, Miss Mirin? It's it's very cute. Normal. Like, I'm having a normal one, unlike you, who's basically just, like, in business jail. Like, you're, like, having to, like, go to, like, court, and it's, like, I mean, like, yeah, like, Selena is a key for Meereen. Like, she, like, basically, like, anybody who you can actually, like, trust, trust with your mm-hmm. plants, like, she's a keeper. Like, I love her so much. She's just, like, such a sweetie. She's so nice. Um, we see the whole school is on lockdown. Again, Plant Quetta. Um, we, we see like a kind of student message board, like blink and you'll miss it. And like someone's posted, I'm a head out in all caps, which is very funny. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, they, people are being like picked up. Picking stuff up at the school that like Sophie and um, Noria, like they fucked up. Like there's like a guy going in with like a giant pack in the dueling area. And like, um, and like, and like, I'm really disappointed that they didn't use like the bubble gum that they used in like the 1979 series. Like, I'm really disappointed oh, that they didn't ex- right. the, the fucking like the cum finger in the beginning of Zeta. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and like, um, Cecilia and like Haro Kid are like talking to each other, and it's like. We can't, like, I, like, Cecilia's like, I have to stay here. Otherwise, like, nobody can duel, even though, like, I'm not sure if anybody even wants to duel right now. Like, they almost died. And, like, yeah, like, they're both talking with each other. Right. Um, we, we see, we see Earth House. Um, and, like, everyone has to kind of hold Choo Choo back because she's trying to, like, run out and beat the ass of these guys who are, like, vandalizing the building. 
Um, like, their mobile suits. Earthoids go home. Yeah, <laughs> space is cool. Earth sucks. Uh, the students are like, call. Oh, um, the 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 Gundam and their other mobile suits have also been confiscated because again they're under investigation. Uh, so nothing, none of it's there right now. That's important for later. The other students are calling them terrorists. Uh, Martin tries to cover, saying, "We didn't do shit. We didn't do fucking and shit." Everyone's so mad. They they lost their friend Jubeju in the conflict. Uh, and again, like, all of that was Noria and Sophie. Yeah, like that was Nor like Noria and Sophie killed Juju. Be like, come on, like that's not their <laughs> any of their fault. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, to, to again to them though, they're all Earthians, so they're all worth getting their asses kicked over. Um, and it fucking it's so. It's so one one of the guys is talking about how the witches they they taken so many lives in the developing of these Gundams like you Earthhouse students don't deserve to have a Gundam that's dangerous and Suleta fucking walks up and says our Gundam isn't like that nobody's life was taken in its development and I'm like oh fuck Suleta Ares in there you don't know that yet shit like oh, Su- God, you're very wrong about bro. that Suleta bro like your sister's Ailena in there she's like. She's like digitized. She's like swimming your around. Sister's an, your, your sister's an NFT, Suleta. Your sister's she's an what? NFT and is powering the Gundam. Yeah, she's like, yeah, like, like Suleta, like, ugh. Uh, and, and one of the guys gets really mad and he like chucks a spray can at Suleta and like Martin blocks it and, and gets a gets a bit of blood. And Miarine shows up and is like, ooh, very incriminating. Like, I have actually been hit in the head with a spray paint kit, and, like, that hurt. Oh, I fucking... Yeah, it's just... It's hard metal. It sounds like it fucking feels like shit. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Miureen shows up with, like, a photo of this guy chucking the can. She's like, hmm, I'm sure the school will be very interested in see this run along now, boys. Uh, and everyone's really happy that she's back. Um, we get a short little scene... Uh, where Sabina is patching up Nika in like an infirmary because again Noria like beat the fuck out of her uh, and Sabina asks Nika if she wants to join them because she has like really good skills to study elsewhere and she can you know actually do something to bridge space and earth but Nika says she's decided not to be a victim anymore and she's not going to use any unjust means, means to bring about a just end and again that is a very peace princess ass line I will say yeah 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 I'm kind of here for, like, the Peace Princess not being a princess. Like, that's, like, something interesting. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where she goes. And again, there's, like, well, like, eight more episodes. So we'll fucking find out. Yeah. Um, so we, 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 we move from that. Um, oh, oh, and, and then Sabina does respond and say, just I, I, ideals alone can't change reality. But we, yeah. me and Shadik can. It's like, oh, fucking sh- sure. Sure, Sabina, sure. And then, like, she's talking uh, about, like, like they end up, like, meeting up. Like, Shadik has his like, hair up. He's in, like, business boy mode. And he's, yeah. like, uh, and he's, like, oh, um, I am, like, going to, um, like, yeah, like, I'm going to run for president. Like, even though, like, I'm going to go and, like, double down and, like, quintuple down on my fuckery octuple down on my fuckery and run for president of space like i am in i am currently in sixth place for running for president of space but like i am going to become the president of space come hell or high water right yeah he he wants to do it so bad um we we cut there we see pale uh calls elon and says hey 
you got to get that fucking Gundam for us. This election's going to be shit. We need that right now. Uh, duels aren't going to be happening anymore. You need to prove our. You need to prove your worth because you didn't do anything during the Rumble it, Ring. So do all this if you want to live. And Elon's just being very silly you know, about like, it. Like actually, like fight, or you're going to, or like fight, or your ass is popcorn. <laughs> we're putting you. We're putting you in the birthday oven, Elon. You better fucking prove your yeah, worth. Yeah, like we're really here, like we are. Like this is not an easy, and it's not an easy bake. <laughs> it's a very hard bake, Elon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, like you're going through like the version you are going to be going through like that other version that they made just to like sell it to boys, where they made it look like extreme and like gross out. Like you're not getting gross, but it's still an easy bake oven. Like you're we're not putting you in the fucking slime bug oven, Elon. Yeah, you're going in the creepy crawlies. You're going in. <laughs> Uh, we cut from 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 pale threatening Elon to who else but Turk returning to Astacassia. I love the scene when he walks into the Jaturk house and he sees Lauda and Petra and they're like fucking speechless and Lauda like drops his pen and runs up brother and like just fucking trips and passes out and and Petra's like oh he got too excited as he's like comatose in a hospital. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's not a triple um, deck. It's not like a triple bunk bed. Like there's like yeah, this is making it taller. Uh, yeah, Petra explains to Gwell that <laughs> I saw like meme where um it does the bunk bed just keeps getting taller. Like that meme that I saw on Twitter from the last episode where it's Shadik getting on progressively taller and taller tables in front of his dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna hurt yourself. It's just you're like bunk bed. More furniture, like, this isn't going to be Gundam Business School, this is going to be Gundam Furniture Store now, like. Right. Um, but it, he, he talks to Petra, and Petra explains that Lauda's been just, you know, working himself ragged in his absence, trying to get everything taken care of, and, and you know, he's been struggling all alone without his father, and he just says, Petra, take care of Lauda, I'll handle the rest. And we get, like... This we get the rare Guelph smile in this scene. I'm like fist pumping. I'm soaked. The king is back. It's hard. It's hard. We we go from there. Uh, we see Miurin who's calling Feng Jun. Uh, from the she she's like yeah. the, I, I don't oh, she's in, she's part of some regulatory body. Yeah, she's part of like the space regulatory commission or something. Like again, like she's with space osha she's with the space pinkerton she's with the space uh, she's not with the space pinkertons <laughs> she's with uh, the, she's with the space uh irs yeah she's with the that, space that's more IRS. accurate yeah 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 um she she um she's like calling me Irene and she tells her yeah front management was not involved in anything thing that happened at Astacassia so something's really fishy here um and you know she says to me Irene like you know I'm helping you out so in return I'm gonna be able, like you're given to give me access to come and go through gun to arm as I please to investigate there too um and, and like after she kind of hangs up she talks to Gustin her assistant and says yeah something is really fucky with Ariel because for such a low-ranking company the repair costs they incurred at Plant Quetta were downright astronomical so she's investigating all of this yeah she's like um Mirene, are you doing tax fraud was this like some sort of like insurance scheme like i'm with the space irs <laughs> yeah this is something's up uh yeah, I like it. We, we we 
we move from there, we see uh, Mirin goes to Earth House and she tells everyone that uh, Nika's not with front management and we're looking for her. We don't know what's going on. And everyone is like, Choo Choo specifically is like just very calm and just kind of thanks Mirin for the help. And it's just this very rare scene of everyone just being very, very happy that Mirin's back. And Choo Choo is like very like uncharacteristically calm, like. I know, yeah, and and everyone is just like, like oh, this is it, it's it's a very sweet scene. Like who put like chamomile in your monster? Like who is the like who are you and what do you do to choo choo? Yeah, um, we uh, like everyone is like is like oh, all right, everyone, everything's good now. Let's start dumping all of our business things at Mary since she's been gone. They're, yeah, they're giving her all these things, and stuff. like we're still running a business like here. And yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like, um, uh, like, uh, are we doing like, like, are we doing space tax fraud? Because, like, uh, yeah, like, what are we doing? Like, we need to do something. Like, yeah, yeah. And um, Suleta like kind of wants to get her attention, but can't. So, so Till like raises her hand for her, and she's like, uh, "I'd like you to check on the greenhouse, please." And Mirin is like, "Fuck yeah!" and 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 heads to go out immediately. And then like Prospera walks in Seinfeld style, like hold for applause as she leans through the window. Yeah, it's like, it's and pretty, it's like yeah, like big dunk, 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 dunk. Yeah, like, it's it's downright like, comedic. Yeah. Um, like and it's like very like everything is like just being like really really heavy right now, but it's like it's a also lot. hilarious. It's it's great, and everyone's like, "Who the fuck are you?" And so it's like, "Mom," and uh, everyone's like, "Mom," and and, and as um, uh, Miri and Suleta walk out, Prospera just goes, "Is really a cute." Ain't I a stinker? Yeah, she she says Suleta no okan des. It's and ever like yeah. oh, it's so fucking silly. She's she's in her she's silly having, era. Like Kananji was having a silly one last episode. Um, Prospera is having a silly one this episode. Like yeah, she's she on some shit. She, honestly, uh, <laughs> so we we get. We, we, we cut from there. We see Elon, who's, like, found where Ariel is and has gotten in the cockpit and is able to, like, turn it on and access it. And he's, like, he's going through it. And he's, like, huh, number four is able to get in really easily. How come I can't? And then, like, his fucking brain starts to boil and it activates permit six. And we see baby Aries that says, no boys allowed. Get out of my sister's room. You're stinky. You're stinky. Like, you stinky. And my big sis, and my... You stinky, like you smell Elon. She, it, he, he, um, he's like he, he, oh god, he's in like the fucking white matrix space, and Aerie descends from above. Her face is all blue from the permit, and like his it, helmet it, looks like it's boiling, and he's he's screaming and like just fucking freaking out. And Aerie just says, "You, you stay away. You can't be here." And she kind of like yeah, no moves up, and a bunch of a, a bunch of Aries show up, I guess, because like. There's a little bit to airy and all of the bits. So that kind of explains why Suleta says everyone. Um, but she just kind of puts one finger on his uh, helmet. And that sends him flying out of the cockpit. Like him, like he's he's screaming, crying, throwing up, shitting and farting. Yeah. All after just being booped by a baby once. She's baby. 
she's literally baby and he's literally dying uh and like we see bell bella's here too and elon even though he just nearly died does this really fucking chill like flip over the 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 banister railing and just like talking to her like he's Um, he's like he got booped he got like booped out of he got booped out of the matrix by a baby and he still has the time and energy to do sweet flips. Yeah, yeah, his helmet's like full of fucking puke and he's still able to 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 talk shit at Belmaria. <laughs> Belmaria says you can't handle it, and Elon says, Oh, it must have been easier tinkering with tinkering with this than with enhanced humans and Bell just she's like feeling all sorry for herself and talks about how she she believed in Gunn's ideal future and she had to take refuge with Pale after Vanadis and Elon backhands her like across the the walkway and says hey you still fucked up you made me I'm reporting your ass and he walks away and she's just like sobbing alone in the hangar fucked up poor Belle yeah I I know she's a bad person but I like her yeah I like her quite a bit me too Um, poor poor Belle uh, and then we cut to yet another heavy moment of the greenhouse. So Mirin's favorite place. Uh, she's talking with Suleta and Suleta, Suleta asks Mirin if she's mad uh, for, you know, her Suleta slap. And Mirin's like, oh, it's the other way around. You know, I, you should be mad at me for my reaction. Like, you know, you saved my life and I need, that's more important than anything else. And Suleta's like, oh, I'm glad. I knew everything would be okay because my mom told me it would be. This is when Mirin's like, it was well, okay. it's not okay. Like, she is like, it's not a, I can't the romance. Okay. She's not okay. Like, Mirin's like, well, I mean, you saved me. It wasn't not the right thing to do, but it also wasn't the right thing to do. And Soleta's like, mama, my mama said it was good. And, and Mirin's like, how can you smile? You fucking killed a man. And you rescued me, but you killed a man. And and Mirin just starts screaming like, "Will you do anything your mom tells you to do? What if she told you to give up on your dream?" And Slita's like, "Just killed a man." Mirin asks um, Slita like, hey, "Like, would you give up on your dream if your mom asked you to?" And Slita's like, "Well, I'd be troubled, but I would, yeah." And Mirin's like, "What the fuck? Like, would you kill someone if she told you to?" And Slita's like, after like this really long pause, Slita just goes, "Yeah." Mirian's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? And she runs the fuck out to to go confront Prosper about this. It's bad. It's bad. And also, like, you ever notice, like, they were in like the greenhouse and they were like surrounded by like the tomatoes. And there was oh yeah no I I I love yeah the the unripe tomato reflecting Suleta's face and the ripe tomato reflecting Mirian's. Thought that that tomato kind of looked didn't really look unripe i actually thought it looked more like it um had like it had like some sort of weird like pest or like blight in it but maybe that's just because i know a lot about growing tomatoes oh yeah i'm i i i I don't know enough about that it's yellow and i don't know if i eat that many yellow tomatoes compared to red tomatoes i don't eat that many tomatoes in the first place because i don't really like tomatoes raw tomatoes that much it's like, like, how can you like not like tomatoes? No, I, I like to. It, it, it is specifically like a raw tomato. Like biting into it is, is, a, is an abhorrent action, and it, it ugh, I can't. It's, it grosses me out. I don't that, know why. I do that all the time. Like, uh, it's like a giant. Yeah. 
it's it's like a giant like pimple popping in your mouth to me. I it, like cherry tomatoes specifically are just like ah. Anyway, I, I know that's gross. So lovely. Uh, anyway, so Prospera is like in the hangar. She's looking at Ariel, saying like, "Ah, oh, soon, Ari, you'll be free, and I'm normal, and I'm having a great time." Mirian runs up and like grabs her fucking lapels and like, "What the fuck what did the you fuck? do to Suleta? What the fuck are you doing, you uh, mother? Wait, no, like your mother, not like motherfucker." Yeah. Uh, she's like, what are your plans with Suleta? And Prosper's like, I should be asking you that. Like, are you going to have your way with her after I have my way with her? Uh, and and she tells me, Irene's like, well, I'll tell you this. Delling is the target of my family's vengeance. And she she tells me, Irene, everything that happened in the prologue. How, you know, Delling killed her husband 21 years ago and all of her colleagues and Delling deprived everything in the name of witch hunting, and Meereen is the same as Suleta. She's in the circle of murderers. She's gotten there because of bloodshed, and, you know, this is when Meereen... And I, I gotta say, I really love the way the animators drew Meereen in this shot. Like, she looks genuinely horrified. There's so much emotion in this shot I really, really like. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. It's so good. Um, And uh, she's like, I want you to hear the screams and cries of my comrades... As I get my revenge, and and Meereen's like, you're an adult. You leave Suleta out of this. Let your adults just kill each other. And leave. we're kids. Um, and and Prospera says, all right, that all that's cool. I don't give a shit. Uh, at this rate, though, there's gonna be a new presidency, and if there is, Quiet Zero is gonna fail. So you, Meereen, remember, I need to become the next president. You're Delling's bloodstained daughter, after all. Like you, like need, like. Okay, like, uh, I know we just had, like, that huge fight about it, but, like, I also kind of need you to become president. Like, so can you, like, become president for me, your mother-in-law? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> be, be, a, be a good daughter-in-law. Become the next president. Your Delling's blood-stained daughter. Yeah. And that's the episode. Yeah. Something yeah. tells me that the show is not going to get any more levity from this point forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's eight more episodes. I'm not... <laughs> not gonna be good. Yeah, it's like, we're like, like we're like speeding up. Like, it's like getting like Zoom. We're getting the Zoomies here. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm, I I no clue where this show is gonna go from here, but I am, I'm very, very happy. What do you think we're going, do you think we're end up we're going to end up getting like another one of this. Like, I mean, it's like another one, like another like poor, like a season. Everyone, two. everyone keeps asking this, and I'm honestly, I'm completely content to just assume that it's going to end at the end of this season. It's likely something that has been decided internally long before the show even aired of how many episodes are going to get total if it's going to be like because because Iron Blooded Orphans did the whole thing of like it was one season and then like a year later the second season but like from what I understand they had always planned to do that second season. Mm-hmm. This is a wildly successful show. I mean the fucking kits alone. Ariel again is the most se- the best selling gunpla kit Bandai's ever made. I cannot imagine that. Like, you know, this success would get in the way of anything. I think that it is... I don't know. I I have always said that I really like when shows are just a quick 12 or 24 episodes because I like when things are that concise. Gundam, I feel, gets away with more because, you know, it, it's a very dense media. You're able to tell a lot more things when you have closer to 50 episodes to work with in 24. At the same time, if they wrap it up in 24, great. I wouldn't complain 
if there was going to be more Gundam. But I don't know. Uh, but that's that's episodes. I don't really have anything prepared because uh, I watched these episodes at work and took notes at work, so I didn't have time to do any Beyond Toon World stuff. Uh, Did I have start to, um, like any build any good Gunpla lately or like? Oh yeah, I you know what I did I did just finish my Gundam Aerial. Uh, speaking of the devil, uh, gotta say I understand why it's the best selling Gunpla now. It was really really cool. How like um, I haven't really like able to like build much, but um, I actually found in like the basement of my house. I found like this old watercolor paint kit that um, I got for like. Christmas and I couldn't really use it like I took the brushes I took the paper but like all the watercolors were like completely like nasty but it was like a nice wooden box so I took the box and um I ended up going to a like I ended up going to like this maker space with my dad and they have like oh fuck yeah I know it my wife taught me what that is because that's a library thing it's actually not at a library. It's an independent, um, it's like an independent nonprofit, not the library, but they have like all the woodworking stuff, all the metalworking stuff, sewing mm. machines, and it's called Nova Labs, and it's actually local to both of us. And I'm actually trying to start a Gunpla Club there. And they do all sorts of things, they have activities. Um they that's, have that's... they have like the junior robotics league they have like so much cool stuff and i'm trying to start a gun club club there but like last week i actually went there with my dad and he showed me how to use the laser cutter so i took a piece of wood and then i took a piece and then i like designed some things i like drew out some shapes for the inside of the box and i cut them on the laser cutter and i just popped them all together and i put them in the box and now i have like a really cool nice um box for all of my gunpla tools that is really fucking cool actually because i have like I have a box theoretically. I have like a you know an Amazon kit uh, that, that came with some cheap tools, and I have like God hands now and stuff, and and, and yeah, you know, uh, gunpla markers. But like my 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 workstation is a, a cutting mat uh, that currently has a T Rex on it, and like my my painted pot of greed that Katie and I Katie and I did like one of those you know one of those pottery things of paint it and, and it glazes it and you get it later. Uh, it, it's a pot of greed from Yu Gi Oh, and that's full of like my all my pens and paints and stuff. Yeah, but, like, now I have, like, a whole, like, I have, like, an entire briefcase full of it, like, Gundam, again, like, this is, like, the theme here is Gundam Business School. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Gundam, you know what? Gunpla is freedom. Yeah. Yeah, and now I have, like, this really nice, like, box, and it, like, it keeps everything organized, so, like, I'm not, like, constantly trying to, like, okay, like, so, like, where did I put my nipper down? Where did I put my 400 grit sanding block? Where did I put my, where did I put my tweezers? It's, like, they're all in there, and it's, like, all organized. Yeah, it, organization is nice. Quite like it. it my is. desk is fucking dog shit right now. It is so unorganized, but that is a problem for future me. Uh, well, that'll just about take it to the close, I think. Um... 
Before we wrap up, though, Phoenix, what's your robot of the week? The Terminator. Fuck yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, it's Hasta like, la vista, like baby. watching, like, I was, like, that movie is like, I actually put, I actually was, like, going and cleaning out some stuff in my room and, like, around, actually, like, my sort of, like, my dresser and, like, my makeup vanity area, and it's like, okay, I want something I can put on the background, and it's like, just to, like, have, like, some noise, and it's like, hmm, I'm gonna put on, like, a dumb action movie. And I decided to try and put on the Terminator, and like it's not a dumb action movie. I ended up watching the Terminator instead of cleaning off my dresser, and I just spent like the entire two hours just <laughs> watching that movie because it's such a good movie. I really like that movie, and like also like the sequels are also really good. It's like I really like the Terminator. He's fucking cool. I like his cool bike. I like his cool glowing red eye. Fucking badass. I like- yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I, I love right. that movie so much. Well, Phoenix, where can we find you on the internet? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Full Fringle. It's like Full Frontal, but also Gus Fring or like Pringles. Full Fringle. I am on Tumblr at Destroy Scythe Heck. And um, I also have made an appearance in the Dojin Group Gunship. They are, I think they're both on Twitter and on, um, I think they're on both Twitter and Tumblr. I don't know if they have an Instagram, but I am a contributor to their G-Witch tarot deck. Um, They ended up closing pre-orders like a couple they ended up closing their pre-order when when like episode 15 aired so like you cannot get it on pre-order but we are definitely going to have some extra decks around and i am a participant in their tarot decks so like i am so happy about that i've never done a zine project before And I am also very excited for what they will do in the future. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I'm Max. I'm on Twitter. I'm MaxiBajillion. I'm on Tumblr there as well. Uh, I have other shows, including Pot of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp, where we just finished the first arc of 5Ds. uh, And next month, we're going to be running our yearly Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament uh, called the Cup of Greed. Listen oh, to the Pot the... of Greed feed. Hmm? Oh, that is so cool. It's fun. It's stressful. I don't know fuck about Yu-Gi-Oh still, but I like doing it. <laughs> it's the one time a year I get to play the card game. And I always get my ass kicked, but it's always fun. Um, that's on Twitter at Pot of Greed Cast. My other show is Slappers Only, video game music show and podcast. That's on Twitter at Slappers Only Pod. Uh, this show is Wow Cool Robot. We are on Twitter at Wow Cool Podcast. Uh, that's really the main place to find us, but... You can uh, join Discord. our Discord. Yeah, uh, our Discord uh, episode yeah. or Discord links in the episode description on the Twitter header. Uh, you can also go to noisebase.xyz, which is the network this show is hosted on. All my other shows are there as well. Go check them out. Find something you like. There's something for everyone because 2023, as I'm always saying, is the year of the podcast. And that yeah. will take us to the close. 
And Phoenix, as we always say to end our day, war is bad. Let's go, let's go.